Everything in Texas is big, even dreams. Yes, indeed. Everything in Texas is big, but everything in Dallas is even bigger. Welcome to the Bigger in Dallas podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Bell. We got bigger news, bigger plays, and hopefully bigger wins for the Cowboys in 2020. We've officially made it. How good was it to have football back on Thursday? Product on the field was great, even with limited fans. It was just happy and awesome to have football finally back on TV and happening and even though the game was a blowout man I don't know about you but I was just so damn happy to see some plays see some touchdowns every bit of it was was amazing so the Cowboys season is here and kicks off tomorrow on Sunday night football against the LA Rams we're going to get into our Cowboys Rams preview today and I'm also going to do a rapid fire breakdown of all 16 games for the boys will they win will they lose why But of course, before we get going, I have to remind you to subscribe to the Bigger in Dallas podcast and make sure you get notified every time a new episode drops. But also follow us on Instagram at Big in Dallas to comment and share your opinions on the Cowboys each and every week, because I know we tend to have pretty lofty expectations for the Cowboys and they have those expectations for themselves. But it all starts week one in L.A. This will be the fourth meeting between the teams since 2017. The Rams have won two of the last three, but the last time these teams met in week 15 of last season, the Cowboys manhandled the Rams in a 44-21 victory. Now, the injury report is looking pretty good for both teams. I was pretty nervous that, with no off-season training like we're used to, that players would get hurt throughout training camps, but both teams are looking pretty good. For the Cowboys, Cheeto, Amari Cooper, and Luke Gifford where full goals at practice on Friday. Jordan Lewis is still out with an ankle injury, so we'll have to monitor that one. Um, and for the for the Rams, Andrew Whitworth and Daryl Henderson Jr. were full participants. Now, game notes for this week. The game is going to be really interesting to watch. With both teams waiting all summer, and then Sunday finally comes, and they have to wait all day Sunday. The excitement will be through the roof, even without fans. I think being part of the grand opening for SoFi Stadium will help lift the team's spirits because I, I, I see it being kind of dry for them. It's hard to get up for a game with no fans, but I think just being in that new stadium, being on Sunday Night Football, I think they'll understand the magnitude of it and the significance of it. And obviously not being able to play all summer, like guys are definitely eager to get out there with all the uncertainty of not knowing if we were going to have a season. There's no doubt that those guys would be ready to play and it's going to be a competitive atmosphere. And these teams really have history now, like since the Rams been in L.A., they played the Cowboys every year and including that playoff victory against the Cowboys in 2018, the blowout last year, like They've had some battles, so it's going to be a good game to watch. Um, For the game, to me, it's quite simple on who's going to win. It's it's an easy, cop-out, cheap answer, I know, but 
that's just how it's going to be week one. Defense is going to win this game. Whichever team can come out and get a stop when it matters the most, they will win that game. Cowboys offense has an embarrassment of riches right now, even more so than they did last year against the Rams with the addition of CeeDee Lamb. But the Rams are also healthier. They're not trying to feed an injured Todd Gurley like they were last year. And I'm hearing many good things about their two rookies, Cam Akers and Van Jefferson. So both of these offenses are going to move the ball and score some points. But defensive line pressure and defensive back play will be the key, which is why I have the Rams winning this game. I have the Rams winning 30-24, to and last year's when the boys did well with limiting Aaron, Aaron Donald, but that was with Suofilo at guard and Travis Frederick at center. Now with Connor Williams starting along with Joe Looney, combined with Lyle Collins being out, I think the Rams can force some errant throws from Dak. And on the other side of the ball, I think the Rams really get Cam Akers going like the Chiefs did with Clyde Edwards-Alaire, and it will open up some play-action deep shots on our very shaky secondary, which I'm really nervous about the Cowboys' secondary this season. I don't know how you don't address that. I know they tried with HaHa Clinton-Dix, but even when McCarthy was in Green Bay, they traded HaHa, so to bring him back was a little odd, and I had hopes that he would be a veteran safety, somebody that has actually made plays at the safety position because we haven't seen it yet with Xavier Woods and Darian Thompson. Dorian Thompson, I'm not confident in our corners. I don't, Cheeto, hopefully he takes a step up. Anthony Brown, I do not like Anthony Brown. Um, it's going to be a tough year for the defensive backs. Now, the opposite view of that is that we will get some pressure with Alden Smith on the opposite side of Demarcus Lawrence. And now we're running this 3-4 defense and Mike Nolan's scheme. And we're going to get after the quarterback, send Jalen Smith on blitzes. So we'll see how that pans out. But what I'm seeing and looking at now, that secondary is shaky. And then Jared Goff is best when that play action is going. So they're going to roll out. They're going to fake handoffs. They're going to get the run going early roll out fake handoffs, and then try to get to the ball into their run after the catch receivers, Cooper Cup and Robert Woods, and now Van Jefferson. So I see big plays for the Rams. I see a couple more big plays than the Cowboys get. I don't think Dak is going to turn the ball over, but I do think we'll see some of that check down or throw the ball in the dirt or, you know, take a dump off on third and long type of deck because the pressure is going to get there. So I don't feel good about this game, but it's not to say that the Cowboys won't have a a good outing. It's going to be a competitive game. The Cowboys are going to score points because I don't think the Rams have enough to stop every weapon they have. I just think that they'll get one stop. They'll get one pressure or Jalen Ramsey will make a play, not necessarily an interception, but a, a pass breakup that will separate these teams in the second half. And also, the Cowboys, I don't like the the matchup in the trenches. That's what it comes down to. 
especially implementing a new offensive system, I think dealing with losing some of your starting guys on the line is going to affect how well the system works. I know it's pretty much the same. Zeke is saying it's the same, but we're, we're going to be switching backs. We're going to not run the ball as much. It's, it, there's a lot going on for week one, and I, I just don't feel good. And I think the Rams are flying in high. I think going into this season, teams with the same quarterback and same head coach are going to be are going to start off really well. And with the Rams opening a new stadium, I just don't see them taking this L here. But it's okay because the Cowboys are still going to have a very good season, and we can get into that right now. So. Week one is a loss, but that's okay. I think the beginning of the season is going to be really rough. So for you Cowboys fans, just bear with me. It's not going to be an easy start for the same reason that I mentioned. I think teams with the quarterback and the coach in place with no offseason, no preseason games, will have the best shot at winning early this year. I think it'll be even hard for Tom Brady to get it together. So just bear with me. The first three games are going to be rough. So, yes, we lose at the Rams. Then we go back home and we play Atlanta. I think we lose that game. Atlanta was 6-2 and two to finish off last season. I think they, they have gotten better. I think they added Todd Gurley. So, I think adding Todd Gurley helps. Hopefully, they can take the ball from Matt Ryan a little bit and maybe try to run some play action of their own and get some deep shots to Ridley and Julio. So I have us losing that game. Quarterback and coach still there. Then we travel up to Seattle. That's another L. Seattle's going to be a very tough team to beat this year. And I just don't like our chances heading to Washington and beating on beating a Russell Wilson-led team. Now with Jamal Adams back there. I had this as an L before the Jamal Adams trade. Now with Jamal Adams there, I just I don't feel great about it at all. I think... Russell and Pete Carroll being together plays into their favor. I think the Cowboys' offense is always going to be where it needs to be as far as scoring points and moving the ball. But I think there's overall a new defensive scheme, everything, and we won't have Lyle Collins for that game either, those first three games. I think it'll take a while for us to see the Cowboys' team we really want. But it does get better. So now... We play the Browns at home. Now, that's a W. I don't, like I said, new coach, new team. I, I think the Browns have an interesting combo. I feel like what the Vikings did last year with the with the play-action runs and, and stretch plays, I think Nick Chubb can do a lot of that stuff that, that um, Dalvin Cook did. But I just don't see... Baker being good enough to beat us, especially after a three-game losing streak. I think we'll be focused. I think we'll be understanding what what needs to be done. And I I feel like our coach and quarterback combination outweighs that coach and quarterback combination. And then we play the New York Giants at home. Jason Garrett returns to Dallas. We know that offense. We know the scheme. That's going to be a decent game. I feel like Saquon's going to have a big year knowing how Jason Garrett loves to use the running backs 
like he would pound DeMarco Murray and Zeke into the ground. He's going to pound Saquon into the ground. And I like the Giants. I like I like Slayton. I like um, Evan Ingram's Evan Ingram. And I think they have some talent, but not this year. Cowboys win that game, and they, they always have the, the Giants number. And then we had the Arizona. We get to face off against Kyler Murray, who I think will lead the league in passing yards this year. And he added a receiver in DeAndre Hopkins that does not drop passes. Larry Fitzgerald's still there. Kenyon Drake in the backfield. Isaiah Simmons on defense. I really like this team, but I think we win that game. It'll be tough, but I, I think the Cowboys pull that one off, especially at home. So those that's three straight games at home. And then they head to Washington. I don't know what Washington is. I don't believe in Washington. They have a whole bunch of issues going on. Cowboys will handle them. Cowboys won't lose many games in the division this year. So don't bank on that. Washington and the Giants are getting swept. So after heading to Washington, they head to Philly. So after four straight wins, they head to Philly and we lose that game. Philly is a tough place for the Cowboys to play. I think the... Philadelphia's defense steps up like they did at the end of last year. And I think our defensive backs against their speedy wide receivers will have to adjust and have to adjust quickly, especially if everybody's healthy at that point in the season for them. So, yeah, Cowboys lose first three, win the next four, lose another. So it's a four and four start. I know it's not great. It's, it feels like same old Cowboys, but it does get better. Then I think they go to Pittsburgh, or they play Pittsburgh at home in Week 9. Pittsburgh, I don't know what to make of them. I don't believe in Juju Smith-Schuster as a number one receiver. Um, and then you have Ben Roethlisberger coming off an elbow injury. I don't know how healthy he really is. And uh, the last time we seen him play, he led the league in passing yards. But that was with Antonio Brown. So I have no clue what Pittsburgh will be. I don't think they'll be as good as they used to be, especially in that division. They're going to get beat up on, and they're all going to beat up on each other with the Ravens and the the Browns, and I think they'll be doing a lot of soul-searching this season and trying to figure out, is it time to find Ben's replacement? So I got the Cowboys winning that game and going into the bye on a strong note. And then they play Week 11 at my Minnesota. Cowboys win that game. Cowboys should have beat Minnesota last year. We all know this. But, you know, Jason Garrett took the ball out of Dak's hands, even though Dak was killing them all game long. I think McCarthy has familiarity with Minnesota. And I think even Mike Nolan has familiarity with Minnesota as they played them in the playoffs last year with the Saints. So I feel good about that game. I think the Cowboys can travel there run the ball, pass the ball, whatever they want to do, and win that game. Kirk Cousins does is not the greatest against the Cowboys. Then in Week 12 against Washington, another W. Not much needs to be said by then. I'm not even sure if Dwayne Haskins will be the quarterback still by Week 12, but we'll have to see. And then they play at Baltimore. At Baltimore is an L, Week 13. That's a tough game. I think Baltimore... Wins, I think after three straight wins and a bye week, the Cowboys will be feeling themselves a little bit. 
and they go to Baltimore and they lose. It probably starts getting a little chilly week 13. So I see the Cowboys taking the L there. In a hard fall game, it'll be a run heavy game, but it'll 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 be an L. Baltimore, Baltimore has a chance to to win a, a lot of games this year. So it is what it is. Then they play at Cincinnati. That's a W. Hopefully, I, I want to see Joe Burrow be successful, but I don't see him beating the Cowboys. And then they play San Fran, which is another L. San Fran's defense is tough. I think they have answers. I think we might be okay because I don't like their secondary. Sherman's getting older, and they don't really have a corner for the other side. And we have plenty of weapons, but that pass rush is elite of elite. It's Super Bowl winning. It didn't win, but could have won. And I think San Fran beats us in Week 15 as they gear up for the playoffs. Week 16, Cowboys play Philly. And Cowboys get a dub there. It's probably a must-win game for them. They're borderline into the playoffs, looking at 8-8 eight and eight with two games left in the division. I, I think the Cowboys have to win that game, especially with there's seven teams getting in this year, but you there's two teams in every division and three teams in some. Like the NFC South definitely has three teams that can make it. So it's going to be tough, and I think the Cowboys have to go to Philly. Week 16, or it's at home, week week 16, and win that game. And usually Cowboys play well against Philly at home. So I like that. I like that for the Cowboys. And then, finally, they end the season, must-win game, sitting at 9-7, and seven, heading into week 17. Must-win, or 9-6, and must-win game, New York Giants at New York. And I think the Cowboys win that one, even though Jason Garrett would definitely be trying to end the Cowboys season. I think the Cowboys win that one and finish off the season 10-6, and six, but a 10-6 and six wild card. Because I do believe a healthy Eagles team will win the NFC East, unfortunately. And they'll be 10-6. and six. We'll both be tied at 10-6. and six. But I think the Eagles win because they beat... They, I have them beating, so they'll beat Green Bay, which will probably give them a better chance. And they beat, they'll beat the Rams. I have them beating the Rams and us losing to the Rams. So that will probably give them the tiebreaker over us. So it'll be an interesting, fun season. Let's just be happy football is freaking back. We're in action, and the Cowboys football is here. So just hanging there tough. Week one through three, I think, are going to be hard. But then four straight wins in a row, a loss, three straight wins in a row, a loss, a win, a loss, and two straight wins in a row to end off the season at 10-6. and six. Cowboys are here, and we got to ride them high. Everything is bigger in Dallas. So let's hope for some big wins. Let's hope for some big plays, big TDs. Big scores, big news, and hopefully big contracts for Dak Prescott at the end of next season. And most of all, let's just pray that we're holding up that big Lombardi trophy when it's all said and done. So I'm looking forward to the Cowboys season. I got plenty more content coming for you guys. I will do a reaction video after every Cowboys game. I will do a preview before each Cowboys game. So look for 
podcast episodes twice a week, once on Monday, once at the end of the week, Friday or Saturday, to preview the Sunday game. And if it's a short week, I will make sure I do the preview by Wednesday night or by Wednesday so you guys can uh, listen to that content. But thank you for tuning in, man. We just getting started. Everything's bigger in Texas, but everything is bigger in Dallas. So let's just keep rolling. And thank you. Make sure you subscribe and share this with all of your Cowboys friends and fans. We got we we we're gonna have some fun, and I I, I definitely want to see your comments and stuff on Instagram. So don't forget to follow at Big at Dallas Big in Dallas on Instagram. Comment, share, like, all that. Thank you for tuning in. We'll be back next week.